Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, there are plenty of decisions that have to be made regarding retirement and retirement planning. If you're near retirement, we've got four do's and four don'ts and one never for you. Plus, how you can overcome six common financial fears. And it all starts right now. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is the WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. But Eric Carney is uh, off and away doing important things. Joseph is holding down the fort. Uh, as always, Joseph, how are you? Good morning, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. By the way, Joseph is a fiduciary independent uh, with, you know, again, you guys, you guys kind of do it all and uh, you've got a lot of experience. So uh, how about this? Four do's, four don'ts and one never. I can't wait to get to the never. Sounds good. Me too. <laughs> so, so, I mean, again, there's a lot of things that that have to be done and said, and, and uh, we have to know to get ourselves to and through retirement. Uh, so we'll start with the do's. So do know how much income you'll need from your investments and when you'll need it. Well, this goes back to what, what you guys always say, purpose determines placement. Yeah, it's really the, it's the basis of what we do whenever anybody comes in, right? It's about putting somebody through that process. You know, it's never about just focusing on the investments. You don't really know which type of investment you need or that you're going to use for somebody until you know what they need out of that investment. So if you don't know what's coming into you, you know, later down the line as far as income goes or more importantly, what's needed as far as your expenses go, especially, then you're not going to really know how to properly place yourself within the market or within whatever investment is going to be best for you because so many people just hyper focus on investments, right? And of course, they're the most, you know, fun part of financial planning and sure. what everybody gets excited about. But in reality, they're really, you know, a, a one percentage of an overall larger picture that you're actually crafting for somebody as far as income goes, healthcare, taxes, estate planning. And of course, the investments are going to play a role. But until you figure out those other four, you don't really know exactly where those investments are going to lie. And even when you have those, you know, let's say you start to figure out the income need that you're going to have and you start to project your your future in retirement, then you can start to think about, okay, well, how much risk do, the, do these investments need to take? And a lot of times people are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum of where risk really should be for them, meaning they're either far too conservative or far too risky for their actual need. And either of those can be very detrimental to your situation. So a lot of people think that it's just, you know, worrying about being too risky that is you know, going to be derail your retirement. But in right. reality, being too conservative can do the exact same thing as well, right? Because there's opportunity costs that you may be missing out on. And I know later in the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about inflation and maybe sitting on the sidelines for too long and how that can actually affect your plan. And that's that's a huge risk that people face that not many people realize is actually sitting on the sidelines or not investing can have just as much impact as investing too risky. Sure. Well, again, that makes perfect sense. Folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-779-1942. So we're talking about some do's that we should do as we get to retirement. And uh, one of them is do tune out the noise. And that can mean anything from, you know, a nosy neighbor to uh, your second cousin's once removed uh, great advice for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or more important, the media right now. too. Oh, right? isn't it terrible? It, I mean, and people, you have to remember that the, the media is there to get you to tune in, not to help you get through retirement. Right. So and once you start to realize that you can start to really think, OK, what is the true purpose of where I'm getting my information from? Are they actually looking out for my best interest or is it is that information that I'm receiving actually specific to my current situation and my current goals? And a lot of people, they get into this feeling of either FOMO or comparing to situations. Right. They hear, you know, some like you said, their neighbor or their great uncle made mm -hmm. great returns in this one stock and they're not performing as well. But. When you have a, a true financial plan in place and when, when an advisor really puts you through that process of that financial plan, you're going to know what you need to have your investment return be for you to have to, for you to be successful, essentially. Right. Sure. So that's going to keep you from comparing yourself to anybody else, because you really should not be comparing yourself to you know somebody else's portfolio or one stock that somebody told you about. You should be comparing your situation to your own financial plan, right? And tracking it that way, seeing, okay, am I still in line with what I need? 
based on my own situation, not on, you know, Uncle Bob's stock picks. Well, that's the one of the things that you do at uh, Retirement Wealth is you make individual plans and, and they're all unique. And, and, you know, although people are in similar situations, everyone's a little bit different. And that's where the uh, the art of what it is you do comes in. Yeah. And that's where people get the confidence to actually retire is because they know that that plan was custom built for them. Sure. Right. Nothing is cookie cutter. Nothing is. Yeah, here's what we do for every single client. It's exactly the same. No, because everybody's situation is completely different. Everybody that walks through the door most of the time is at a different age. Some people are already in retirement. Some people are nearing retirement, want to make sure that they're OK. Everybody has either a different amount of assets or you know, assets in different places, whether it's real estate, large 401ks, they're selling a business, they're inheriting money, wherever it may be coming from, those are all going to have different strategies that you can use uh, to actually fulfill your needs for your situation. And when people have a custom plan that is truly built to their situation and they see the in-depth process that we go through with our clients and that we're actually building a relationship with them, mm -hmm. right? This isn't and there's nothing transactional about it. It's about building a relationship and updating and monitoring that financial plan throughout time. That's what allows people to sleep at night, right? No matter what the market is doing, they know that that plan is being constantly updated for their situation. And it starts with education, Joseph. And that is one thing that you do at the Retirement Wealth that you focus on is the teaching aspect or the education so that we understand what's happening with our money. Yeah. And I think, again, that's what keeps people on the same page because there's a lot of people that maybe are working with an advisor already, but they're disconnected because they don't really understand the strategy that's going on with that advisor. Nobody's ever sat them down and actually said, okay, here's why we're investing and in what we're investing in, in your portfolio, or here's what you're investing in and what it truly means. A lot of people that come through the door, they have a, a you know, portfolio filled with mutual funds of companies they, they probably never even heard of. And they're sure. like, yeah, this is what they said is best for me. And in most cases, a lot of times, their portfolio that they have looks exactly like the other advisor's client's portfolio, <laughs> well, right? That he that he preached to that other person was best for them, you know, best. This is the best thing for your situation as well, which you know it, it kind of contradicts itself. How can one thing be the best thing for every single person? It doesn't sure. does not work that way as far as investments go. And that goes right back to a four hundred one k, who where they're automatically put into target date funds. Um, so you want to talk about a, a cookie cutter plan. I mean, it's if you're in that, what, you know, the target date fund yeah. for 2035, well, guess what? Everybody else that has that date is in that same plan. Right. And, and, and that's that, not a plan. And that target date fund, the manager of that target date fund, he doesn't know you, right? He <laughs> no. doesn't know your situation. He doesn't know, you know, exactly when you want to retire by or the goals and wishes that you have, right? Think about just if, if, if that's if that's you listening and, and that relates to your situation, think about all the people that you work with and how different your situation is than theirs. Right. Right. Maybe you want to travel more. Maybe you want to buy a second house. Comparing that to your, your other employees that you work with is completely different. Um, and that fund manager doesn't care. Right. They're investing that just the same exact way. Oh, this is for somebody who wants to retire in 2035. So this is the best way to invest this. No, right? It should be customized to exactly what you need and what you want to achieve in retirement. And one of the other things that we're talking about, some do's and don'ts. and, and uh, But so one, do prepare for the unexpected because if there's nothing else, the certainty of uncertainty describes retirement. Yeah. And I mean, and we understand that too, right? So when we're building these plans, and we've talked about this on the, on the show before, and it's seeing people kind of will tilt their heads sometimes when we say this, but then once we go through it, they understand what we mean. And it's we're planning for the plan to not go according to plan, right? right. Because oh, I like that. There, there's, there's so many variables that can happen in retirement and in life, right? I mean, everybody can understand that, that it's extremely hard to get it exactly right. But what we can do is take all the information we have, take all of our experience that we have with clients and start to build out that plan and factor in those variables now. Hey, this may not happen, but if it does, here's what that looks like in your plan. And the best thing is, is that once we have that built, once we cover all those grounds, it's so easy to see, okay, well, this strategy is definitely more efficient for you than this one, because we already have that, that, you know, that snowball that's going down the hill. We already have that built, right? We have the foundation for your retirement already crafted. And then we can say, Hey, here, let's, let's see what a Roth conversion looks like for you. How much is that going to cost you in taxes now? How much is that going to save you in the future or any type of estate planning strategies that we may put into play? How does that affect your actual overall plan? We have all those plans built already for our clients. And then whenever any of these unexpected events actually do occur, 
well, we already have that maybe factored into a scenario for your plan, so we know everything's going to be okay for you and nobody's losing sleep over that. Right, and do keep your plan on track, and I rely on you to do that. Right, I mean, you have to actually stick to the strategies and what's in place for the plan to work, right? Mm -hmm. sure. And I mean, we I compare this a lot, but it's it, again, it's just like you can craft a great diet and you know a great gym plan, but if you don't actually stick to it, is it really going to work, right? Yeah, it might exactly. look great on paper, but if you don't do that, then or you know how efficient is that really going to be? And this also comes into effect with how honest are you being with yourself, right? With how much money you're spending, with how much money you're going to need in retirement. And we help people figure that out and plan for that as well. Some people may not know exactly how much they need, so we can go through a process and figure that out for them and kind of help them. But if you're you know, either lying to yourself about that or you don't truly know and you're just kind of winging it, then the plan is not going to work, right? Because you put in improper data into that plan. So you have to make sure that it's actually honest and true to your situation. All right, so we got through the do's. Here's the don't. Don't ignore inflation. It seems we talk about inflation just ad nauseum, and and but it's an important topic. I understand, but again, and and it can't be ignored. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, and, and people were ignoring it for quite some time, but over well, the they past could, two, right? Yeah, I mean, over the past two years, you can't, right? No. It's kind of right in your face. I mean, you go to the grocery store, you go get gas, whatever. You know, you go on Zillow, you check some home prices. You oh can yeah, really, there you go. You can see, especially here in South Florida, it's like you could really see the difference with inflation. Um, and so this is where when it comes to your investments, especially, you have to start to ask yourself, OK, well, what's your real gain after inflation and taxes? And on that note, we have run out of time in this segment, uh, Joseph, but let's go ahead and invite folks to call. We'll pick it up right after the break. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. And here's your opportunity to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a chance to get a true practical financial review. Don't miss your chance. 800-779-1942. Again, that's 800-779-1942. We're going to take a quick break. We're coming right back uh, right here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, retirement is the start of a new phase of life. When you mark the beginning of that new chapter, oftentimes there are surprises that accompany that transition. To help you prepare for the financial fears that accompany retirement, we're breaking down six of the biggest and how to overcome each one. We'll be right back. back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Joseph Lanz is here, and we have been talking about some do's, some don'ts, and some nevers. We only got through uh, uh, most of the do's and, and only one don't. Let's just cruise through those really quick, Joseph, before we move on to fears. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And so one of them is uh, don't overlook fees you're paying, and I really think that's that's really up your alley. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people don't realize the fees that they're actually paying either their advisor or the funds that they're invested in. Um, a lot of times mutual funds, which are still being used by many advisors or many individuals, have higher internal expense ratios, plus their advisors charging them a fee on top of that. So it's like double dipping, right? A lot of times this can you know, equate to more than 2% being charged to that actual individual, which over you know, 2% may not sound like a crazy amount to somebody, but when you think about somebody's gains over a 10, 15, 20-year period, 2% every single year is massive, right? That can yeah. change the complete trajectory of somebody's financial situation. So actually uncovering this, which we do in our portfolio blueprint, so anybody that comes in, we run a portfolio blueprint, um, on their current investments to see what is the internal fees they're truly paying. And a lot of times they're not advertised to them 
by their advisor, right? And sure. And they may not, they may be less than 1%, right? But then you factor that on top of your advisor's fee. And we like to say they're like little termites that are in your portfolio, right? Well, they're, sure. They're, they're, Financial they're, termites. Yeah, they're eroding away at your net worth and your wealth and possibly your success. So, you know, how many termites is it before you call an exterminator and say, all right, enough is enough. I want to get rid of this. And the problem um, with termites is just like this is you don't realize it until it's already happened. Exactly, right. And you start to realize, hey, I haven't been performing as, as well as either I used to or maybe not keeping up with where I think I should be. And that's what kind of sparks people's interest to get that second opinion and fully understand where they're currently at, what they're currently paying in fees. Sure. And, and here's another don't don't chase the sizzle. That one is really good advice because it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, a GameStop or, you know, some other big deal like that. And you think you better get in on it, but nah, maybe not. Yeah, a lot of times in the, the, the phrase, the money has been made already, right? By the time the market, by the time the news reports yeah. on something, the money is more than likely has been made on something that that comes true as well. And it, it's important that, especially when we're in this point, if you're in retirement already, it's where you have to be very careful for things like this. Because if you're already in retirement, right, and you're relying on your investments for your paycheck now, you may not be able to recover from something that takes a huge tumble, right? Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, chasing like a big dividend from a company. Um, they're they're not looking at the underlying uh, company itself. They're just focused on that dividend. And I'm not going to name the company itself, but there's some big uh, communication companies that offer uh, these bigger dividends that over the past 10 and 20 years have had no capital growth whatsoever. But people are just, you know, fantasize about this dividend that they pay and how great it is yeah. uh, when they don't realize that the actual capital growth or market value of that that holding is not doing them any good. Well, and again, that just leads right into the final one, and that's the never, never pursue the hot tip. You just said why for just a moment ago. Yeah, I mean, you don't pursue that hot tip. A lot of times people that are giving you this hot tip as well you don't you don't hear about their losses very often, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just about that, that that one person you know who uh, goes to Vegas a lot, and they don't oh, tell yeah. you about uh, all those trips they took where they came home empty-handed or or very well in the hole. They just tell you about the good times, right? So yep. a lot of times it's it's going to be the same exact thing here. So be very careful who you're getting that that hot tip, if you will, from. <laughs> Uh, and especially if you're considering taking it. Yes, exactly. All right, so on we go. We're going to talk about some financial fears. We touched on this in the last segment as well, but let's just, uh, just scratch the surface of, of inflation, and that is financial fear number one for a lot of folks. And I guess that, I mean, certainly over the last year, year and a half, it has become front of mind. Yeah, I mean, if people are not, especially if, if you don't have a financial plan, then I can fully understand how inflation is an extremely scary topic to you. Right. I mean, thinking about how much ex expenses are going up or if you're not fully educated on how inflation works, then it can be terrifying thinking about how much retirement is going to truly cost you, especially if you have you know a good amount of cash on the sidelines or maybe the market has scared you investments in general um, and you've just been putting that on the sidelines. That cash is going to be eroded by inflation. Right. You're going to lose purchasing power on that. So this is where you want to make sure that when you are investing as well, you have that financial plan to be comparing it to your situation, and you want to be making sure that you're actually outperforming inflation over those long periods of time so your money is truly keeping up with it. How do you do that, Joseph? How do you outperform inflation? And, and uh, that, that, that's got to be a tricky path. Yeah, I mean, well, first with the financial plan, you want to be make sure, making sure that you're allocated in the correct way for your situation. Sure. But you also want to be making sure that you're investing in the correct allocation that, you know, over time and history has shown and it's data proven that those, you know, whether it's equities or any type of investment is going to outperform that inflation itself. Right. So there's there's a lot of people that are big on gold right now. Right. And people you know, I had an individual come in the other day and uh, he he was confused because he's like, why are people so focused on gold right now and want to move everything into that? And I said to him, I go, if I'm being honest with you. I don't know. Right? Because when, <laughs> when you look at the numbers, when you look at like a 20 year chart and I love you know charting things out. And when you look at that 20 year chart for, you know, just take gold and compare it to the S&P 500, the S&P 500 has blown away gold over that time frame. But you know what gold is? It keeps people from getting scared. Right. It, and it, it, it's almost like that teddy bear for some people where they're saying, oh, well, I, I know this is a, a real asset, if you will. Right. Well, Gold has barely been able to keep up with inflation itself, right? So you want to make sure that when you're choosing your investments, you're choosing things that have shown over time and have the data to back it up 
that can actually outperform inflation. Sure. And and again, that that is something that really you need to be able to we need help with that. And obviously, and that's where that's where you come in. And if you'd like to get some help, here's the number 800-779-1942. So here's financial fear number two. It's the state of Social Security. Is it going to be there for me? Is it going to be there for me? And, uh, you know, I think the short answer is what? Yes. Yeah, the short answer is yes, but I do have some, there's some very interesting and scary points about Social Security that many people may not really understand. And really what the points I'm driving to when I go over these is, how is this going to affect your taxes in the future? Okay, that's the great question. You know, Social Security is going to be there in the future, but it's just a matter of how is that going to actually affect your taxes? Because as we know, the only way that the, the government generates income is taxes, right? So it's not going to go away, but in order to keep it around, it's going to affect everybody who's still working or even those retirees that have maybe large 401ks, a lot of qualified money, IRAs that are still paying taxes in retirement. So let's go over some of these stats about Social Security, Steve. Sure. Let, um, me, let me start with one. There's the cost of living adjustment that came out. Well, you drink champagne and it tastes like Coca-Cola. <laughs> I had to, I had to do that. Uh, you know, it shows my age. I know, but you know, a little bit of kinks uh, never hurt. Yeah, yeah. So okay. there's a co- there's a cost of living on there too. Yeah, uh, that that's going to increase every year, and it's tied with inflation. So over the past two years, we've seen a large increase to how much people are actually getting from Social Security. But here's some scary stats. So okay, we know good. that you know Social Security was created in 1935 after the Great Depression. The government wanted to give people more of a you know, a backing for their retirement where they're automatically paying into something that is going to give them some sort of income in retirement. So in 1935, the amount of people that were working and contributing to Social Security compared to the amount of people that were pulling it was 42 workers to one, meaning 42 people were paying into Social Security for every one person that was actually taking Social Security, right? Do you know what that number is today, Steve? I know it's not that. Every two people that are working, one person is taking Social Security. Oh, man. Okay. Here's another scary fact. In 1935, the earliest age you could take Social Security was 65. Can you take a guess at what the life expectancy in 1935 was? I do know this. It was 62, I think. It was actually 65. Oh, it was 65. Okay. So when you think about that, the earliest year you could take it is the year that... You were expected to die. Exactly. So we compare that to today, right? So that would be like today, the earliest age taking Social Security would be 77 because that's the current life expectancy in the U.S. Yeah. Right. But as we know, the earliest you could take it is 62 now, but the life expectancy is 77. Right. So there's definitely a huge math problem that we have here going on in the United States with our taxes and with Social Security. Right. It's not being funded enough to keep up with this baby boomer generation. So right. Where this comes into play, and it's not it's, this isn't to scare people. This isn't like a scare tactic, but it is to open people's eyes to where are taxes going to go in the future? Because we know taxes are going to sunset in 2025, right? And if we're we're in relatively one of the lowest tax brackets we've been in in a very long time. So what this point of saying these stats really is to do is to open people's eyes to you're going to still be paying taxes in retirement, and they're more than likely not going to get better. Right. Meaning those tax brackets are more than likely going to increase in the future. So when we take this into account, when we're performing financial planning, we're performing you know, a client overview and we're looking at we're truly looking at what can we do now in order to combat this? Because that's what tax planning is all about. You're looking sure. at what can you do today in order to better your tax situation in the future? And when we read stats like this, this really is is an eye opener to say, OK, taxes are more than likely going to be. much worse in the future. So what can we do to take advantage of the lower tax brackets now in order to put you in a better situation when you're in retirement? Right. And uh, again, once we have run up against the clock, Joseph, let's go ahead and invite folks to call and and come on in and have that conversation with you. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, 
tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it away complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic. Here it is, folks. A great opportunity for you to get that financial roadmap. And really, that's the goal of the show is to help you make the best decision for you. So if you've got questions about what we're talking about today or how it might apply to your own situation, Starts with that call, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. A quick break on the way, and we're back with more WealthWorks Radio right after this. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, when we return, we finish up that list of financial fears folks encounter on the road to retirement and offer tips to help you overcome each. You don't want to miss number six. We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joseph Belanza is here. Joseph is an independent fiduciary with Retirement Wealth alongside Eric Carney, who is usually here on the show, but he's off doing other things. Uh, but Joseph holding down the fort and doing a fine job, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Um, and so we're talking about financial fears, and certainly there are a bunch of them. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, Social Security. We talked about market volatility. And so this one is a, is a biggie, Joseph. It's called fear of the unknown. Uh, where, do we, where do we fall on that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, and this comes with, you know, not truly understanding where they're at, right? And if people don't have a financial plan in place or maybe they don't have a good good communication with their advisor and they don't have that education for you know, the financial literacy of what their advisor is actually doing, this is when we get into that fear of the unknown, right? So they don't actually have a game plan with their money. And we see this a lot with this, you know, generation that's retiring now because pensions are becoming, you know, rarer and rarer by the day. And but in the past, you know, people would get a pension. 401ks were not that popular. And when people had a pension, they didn't really have to worry that much. Right. They right. knew that they were getting a certain amount of income every single month. Um, they worked all their life for it and they were good. Right. There was no you know, real worry as far as what the market's going to do and whatnot. They have their stream of income. But now people are retiring with lump sums of money from their 401ks instead of having that pension. So they retire with this lump sum of money. And well, now what do you do with it? Right. How do you provide? How do you get income out of this? How do you actually invest this in the market? How do you know what the market is going to be doing and where's the purpose for this money? So this is really like the backbone of financial planning is figuring out where your money is going to come from, how your money is going to be invested, having that good communication with your advisor and understanding the strategies at play for how you're invested, what moves you're going to be making to take advantage of the market and so on. Right. And um, so that's, I mean, again, coming over the overcoming the fear of the unknown. We got to have purpose in all of that. Um, how about this? Here's number four, uh, market volatility and economic concerns. Well, hello. Welcome to the last two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and if you have this you know, better understanding of where you're currently at and your advisors actually, you know, that maybe their proposed strategy or the reasoning behind the investments this is going to be a lot less of a fear for you and just a much better, you know, an, almost like an education lesson for you of understanding, oh, okay, I get it. We're moving into this asset because of X, Y, and Z, or I understand that we're, we're making this move because this is going to, you know, this is a better place for me to be. And you're really fully understanding that. Um, but it, it can be, especially with the media coming into play and all the market noise, this can be a huge concern for people a lot of times, and it keeps people from making those investments in the first place, which then ties back into the fear of, you know, inflation. You're not making the investments. Now you're losing money on the inflation as well. So really the groundwork that we lay and how I think that we're, we're different as a firm is because we're so focused on making sure we're on the same page with our clients, that they mm -hmm. fully understand their investments, that we do the financial planning, because if you're working with an advisor, then all a lot of these fears that we're talking about today should be should should not be a huge bother for you. Right. And if they are, then that should be almost like a red flag for you to maybe get that second opinion, because you should be able to understand your strategy, be able to understand where your where the current market is at and your advisors take on. OK, well, what's the future looking like for us? Right. Um, and again, 
one of the things that you can do is help to allay those, that fear, and, and uh, that's what you're trying to do. And, and folks, if you've got fear, if you're wondering about your plan, or maybe you don't have a plan, Joseph is offering one an opportunity for you to come on in and talk about it, 800-779-1942. Um, so potential or fear number five, here it is, the potential health care costs. Oh, goodness, that's a, that's a, that's a big subject. Yeah, I mean— Every single year, uh, th- this gets more and more expensive, right? Because as we know, healthcare inflation uh, is much higher than average inflation. And Fidelity just released their their estimates, and they're saying that a couple will need close to three hundred thousand dollars just to cover medical expenses in retirement, right? And that's at a raising rate. That's 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 today. Next week is probably going to be higher. <laughs> um, well, yeah, exactly. But this is why we're, we're factoring this into everybody's financial plan as well. Um, for the future, right? For inflation being tacked on this. So it's $300,000 today. But if we're working with somebody maybe who just retired, this, you know, cost may not be effective to them until later on, which means it's going to be even more expensive. But you have to be factoring this into a plan, especially with long term care, right? You're working with a couple more than likely one person in that couple is going to be affected by a long term care event. So you want to be able to show that that client hey, you can self-fund a long-term care event, or we're going to create a separate bucket of money, a separate strategy for you. This money is simply going to be used in case a long-term care event happens to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of different strategies and things that you can do when you have time on your side, right? You're not going through a long-term care event now, or you're not having medical problems now. Well, you have time on your side. And as we know, when it comes to investing, time is really your biggest strength, your biggest tool that you can use to overcome a lot of these roadblocks. And one of the ways that we can really sort of getting a hedge is an, is an HSA, a health savings account. If you've got a high deductible health insurance plan mm-hmm. and you're below 65, it's a really good idea to start one or at least keep adding to the one you've got. Yeah, you can get that that triple tax savings, as we always say, where yeah. you're putting money in, you're getting the deduction on that, you're growing it tax-free, and then any money that leaves that account for medical expenses is tax-free as well. Um, so make sure you, if you are, like Steve said before, 65 and you have that high deductible plan, look into possibly opening up that HSA for yourself. Well, and again, with the HSA, uh, I mean, that it, it, you can't contribute to it any more after you turn 65, but once you turn 65, you can use it to pay Medicare. Yeah, and you can actually roll over that HSA as well. Yeah, it keeps going. Sure. mm -hmm. All right, so now we have the biggest fear of all, uh, number six on our list. It's running out of money in retirement. And, you know, someone said to me once that it's not so much running out of money in retirement. That's not the biggest fear. The biggest fear is the day you realize it's going to happen. Right, exactly. And, And the earlier that you start to address this fear, like we just talked about time being the biggest strength and tool on your side, mm-hmm. the better it's going to be for you. But I think this is really the backbone of everybody that's going through retirement or anything that we do here is the first thing that we're getting out of the way. The number one fear is obviously going to be running out of money in retirement. Um, that's the first thing that we need to tackle, right? It's like financial triage. You're taking care of the most important things first. So we're first making sure, okay, you're not going to run out of money in retirement. And now a lot of people think that, just because they can prove that they're not going to run out of money in retirement, then they're set, right? So there's some people that don't believe in financial planning or don't want a financial plan. They're like, you know what? I already know I'm not going to run out of money. That's not the only purpose of having a financial plan, right? Having a financial plan, you're also looking at what's the most efficient ways for you to do tax planning. What's the most efficient ways for you to pass on generational wealth? It's also tied into your investments with the titling of your investments. And there's so much... Uh, depth to financial planning that is more than just running out of money in retirement. It's about placing your money in the most efficient and optimizing that money when it comes to investments to achieve what you want to achieve in retirement. Well, one of the things that you do at Retirement Wealth is is you, you you mentioned this before, a bucket. So again, if you want to think about separate buckets, the one bucket of money that that you need 10 years from now, well, that money is is growing. The money you need now, that's already accounted for. Yeah. I mean, we're Our job as financial planners, as money managers, is really to look in the future, right? 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years Mm -hmm. for that client and look and see, okay, well, what are going to be issues down the line? And based on those issues, what can we do now in order to to combat those, right? So that's why we're bucketing that money and maybe saying, okay, this is going to be used for yourself later down the line. So we can actually, you know, put this money to the side, not touch this. 
you know, look for, for growth in that. Focus on taking your income from this bucket of money now or vice versa, whatever that may be. And again, that's the real purpose of financial planning is to be able to create those strategies. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can say, I know, you know, we know you're not going to run out of money, but what if we can say, we know you're not going to run out of money, but if we go this route, here's the projections showing you're going to finish with a lot more money at the finish line, whether that's to to take care of beneficiaries or even, you know, for the the year to year, you're going to have more to spend maybe for you and your spouse or to, to do whatever you wish to do in retirement. That's really the true purpose. How is the year playing out for you, Joseph? I mean, what I mean, the market is, yes, it's still volatile. It's still up and down. Uh, there's still a lot of uncertainty just on a global standpoint. What mm-hmm. are you feeling and how are you uh, keeping your your clients, you know, just at ease? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we rely a lot on data. Right. So as financial advisors, as money managers, we look at just the data. We don't look at the emotions that are tied to it. Um, so like retail sales came out last week and those were you know extremely strong past expectations. I know last week we talked about the jobs report that was almost doubled added jobs to the actual economy. So the economy is still very strong um, and the Fed raising rates has not sent us into a recession. Um, so as far as the, the, the future goes, we're still looking very strong and I know we talked about earlier, I love to pull up charts and data and look at history. Um, And here's an interesting one as well. So every September in the market that the S&P 500 has dropped 3% on average from the end of that September. So October to the end of the year, on average, the market goes up 9.3% by the end of the year. No kidding. Um, So it's just an interesting stat. Yeah, I I love to pull these stats because as you know, history, history history may not repeat itself, but it does rhyme, right? So there's a lot of times that you can look and, uh, you know, we're, our job is to look at trends in the market and see where things are moving. Um, and so that's just an interesting one that I, that I decided to pull for today's show. Yeah. Um, but as far as the relative strength of the economy goes, I mean, we can't really ask for, for better as far as the interest rate environment that we've put ourselves through the past year and a half. Yes. Right. I mean, a lot of analysts and, and people expected that the, the economy was going to be extremely weak, that we were going to send ourselves into a recession because we were raising rates too high. Um, but we've been able to tame inflation from where it was last year while raising interest rates while not sending ourselves into a recession. Right. Well, I mean, again, those are the kinds of things that, that they can help you with. And so, folks, if you just give us a call, 800-779-1942, uh, Joseph's got some spots on the calendar waiting just for you. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds fantastic, folks. Do take advantage of what uh, Joseph is offering here today, that chance to come on in, sit down, and get a financial roadmap put together. It's why we give you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances, no cost, no obligation. Find out about risk that you might be taking, any red flags that could be a problem for you. Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Joseph can take a deep dive and find out for you. What about potential tax liabilities and, of course, a lifetime retirement income plan? If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, just call us right now, 800-779-1942. That's 800-779-1942. One more quick break, and we're back with more right here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when we come back, we've got questions from listeners and fun facts about retirement. We'll be right back. We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joseph Lance is here. Eric Carney uh, taking some time away, but uh, we have plowed through a bunch of really good stuff today, Eric, talking about fears and how to keep them at bay and how to help, you know, help folks really get their confidence built up about retirement. That's right. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of the show. Right. I mean, to, to and, and so, again, it seems like if you've got a plan, folks, now would be a time to get that second opinion. It just seems like this is the right time of year to take a look at that plan. If you haven't dug it out in a year or two, now's the time, right? I mean, you must get a lot of second opinions this time of year. 
Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's just crazy. It blows our mind every single time how many people come through the door that are working with an advisor that have never been put through a financial planning process, right? So they're not even, you know, a lot of people don't even have things to dig out as far as financial plans go, right, to, to actually review that because their advisor has never put them through that process. They've really just been sold a product and never provided a solution, you know, that they don't have an actual relationship with their advisor. They were just put into a portfolio and told this is the best thing for you and, hey, it's working, it's working. And you know, people are people are annoyed at this point of their advisor who's just telling them, no, everything's on track, everything's on track. How do you know what's on track if you don't have a financial plan? Right. On track yeah. on track for what, right? I mean, what are you even comparing it to? How do you know what that client needs if you don't have that financial plan written out? How do how does a client actually, you know, confidently work with an advisor when that advisor can't even show them, "Hey, here's your income that you're going to be getting in retirement. Here's what this looks like year by year throughout retirement." So it just blows our mind how many people and how many advisors are out there even that, you know, don't offer financial planning. It's, I think it's becoming a huge issue in this industry, especially, and even people that maybe they haven't worked with a financial advisor yet, maybe, but people that are trying to do a financial plan, an income plan, or manage these investments on their own. And what we find a lot of times is people get into retirement and they want to do it all themselves. And then they start to realize, you know, I don't want to look at this every day. I want somebody at the wheel for me that is making sure that all my investments are properly placed and that I'm taking advantage of what I need to be taking advantage of. Or I don't want to miss out on a certain strategy. I want a financial professional in or, you know, in place to manage this for me. Absolutely. And folks, if that sounds like something you'd like, it's available for you at 800-779-1942. All right, let's jump into some questions here. Joseph, uh, we'll start in Fort Myers, where we find David. And David says, I have $1,750 in savings, but have $7,000 in debt at 25% interest. My monthly expenses are $3,500. Should I build an emergency fund or pay off my debt? Wow. Yep, I would say 25% um, interest rate is quite a lot. Uh, I would say paying off that debt first is going to be a good plan, and then focusing on actually building that emergency fund for yourself. Um, so, you know, we, as far as, you know, debt consolidation goes or looking at where all your debt is, you always want to put the, the most expensive debt at the top of the list to pay off first. Once that paid off, then you can start focusing on building that emergency fund. Fair enough, David. Sounds like probably a little bit younger, uh, younger at this point, huh? Right. Yeah. And I, I would say when you're, when you're thinking about this, you have to, well, you know, where that, where's my disposable money going to go? You know, pay off the debt first, focus on building an emergency fund. You know, a good six to 12 months is, of expenses is a good emergency fund. And then once you have achieved both of those things, then you can start to look at, okay, now where can I start to put my disposable money as far as investments go? All right, fair enough. David, give us a call, 800-779-1942. Roland is in Cape Coral and says, can I deliberately exceed contribution limits to a 401k plan? I assume some tax benefit will be lost, but it still seems like a decent place to place and invest extra funds. Yeah, so some plans will offer what's called an after-tax account, if you will. So it's like after-tax contributions, which just means that the money you're putting in, instead of getting the tax deduction like you would on your normal 401k, you're actually paying taxes on those deductions that are going in. Um, now, this is not a great scenario as far as where the best place to put extra funds will be um, simply because you're not getting the tax benefit for that and then the gains on that are not going to work like a Roth would so when you go to retire you'll be able to move your after-tax contributions just that net amount that you contributed after tax into a Roth but all the gains in that account are still going to be tax deferred um, so I would look at something more like a Roth in order to achieve the full tax benefit from doing this. And again, not all plans offer this. So you want to make sure that you, you know, talk to your benefits department, figure out if your plan even does offer this before you just go ahead and, and try to do it and get penalized possibly. Right. Um, and then as far as, you know, the best place to go or a decent place for this to be, 401ks a lot of times, and we talk about it on the show a lot, they kind of slap handcuffs on what you can invest in. Um, so anytime that, you know, a plan is just giving you a limited amount of funds that you might be able to invest in, it would more than likely be more beneficial to get into like an outside IRA or Roth where you have more full control of where those investments are at and you have full range of what you can actually choose from. One of the things that we've talked about many times, and you just mentioned it here, and that's the Roth conversion. And, you know, I know we talk about it a lot, but 
the other thing that we talk about is that it's not necessarily good for everyone. I mean, it's yeah. good for a lot of folks, but not everybody. And, and uh, you can help steer us in the right direction. Right. I mean, if somebody is a, a very high income earner right now and they're still in their working years and they want to convert more money into a Roth, it may not be that beneficial for them. It may be more beneficial to wait until that first year that they retire to you know, start slowly moving some IRA money over into that Roth one because all that money in that Roth conversion is going to be taxable income to them. And as we know with our tax brackets, they're marginal, meaning if you throw more taxable income on top of your already high taxed income, you can throw yourself into another bracket, meaning you're paying more in taxes. So this is something that we map out for our clients. We're constantly managing their tax brackets year over year in order to see, okay, hey, we can fill up this next bracket for you, um, but anything over this amount is not going to be as efficient for you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 800-779-1942. Roland, give us a call. Uh, Pat is in Port Charlotte, says, I recently separated from a financial advisor who mostly invested in stocks and ETFs. I'm now poised to change these investments, and my current financial advisor has recommended a mutual fund with a 0.72% expense ratio that essentially has a 60-40 stock bond allocation. Now, does this make sense? And is it true there are hidden fees in mutual funds? Well, that internal expense ratio, that 0.72 is, is really the hidden fee that's right there. It's so right there, you yeah. have that, and then you also have more than likely your advisor is going to be charging you a fee as well. So you could be looking at close to 2% that you're paying. And then as far as that mutual fund being in a 60-40 stock portfolio, it kind of makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> sick to my stomach a little bit here, Steve, because we talked about it before that the 60-40 portfolio is just not does not work like how it used to, especially in the given interest rate environment. And this is why... When we talk about having and you know somebody actively at the wheel of your retirement, this is what we mean because a 60-40 portfolio may have been great for retirees 10 years ago when we were in a completely different environment, but that environment has changed. And you want to make sure that you're working with somebody who understands that the environment does change, right? The market is ever so changing. So you have to make sure that you're keeping up with the times and your investments are allocated in the most relevant ways possible. Because as we know, bonds right now still remain pretty uninvestable, right? Year to date, bonds are still negative. The aggregate bond is down over over 3% the last time that I checked that, whereas the S&P 500 is up over 12% year to date. And then you think about last year, bonds had single-handedly the worst year in history, right, since 1928. Wow. Um, and, and for the, the difference is, is that bonds aren't going to snap back like how equities or stocks will, right? Because as you know... Hmm. A lot of times when we have a big down year in the market, in the, in the stock market, stocks tend to bounce back fairly quickly whenever there is a steep drop in the market. When it comes to bonds, the only real way for bonds to snap back is if interest rates get dropped back down to 0%. Uh, and if you've been listening to any of the, the Fed meetings lately, that's not happening anytime soon. So you want to make sure that your money is being placed in the most relevant positions possible. Sure. All right. So, I mean, this is, again, a, a great opportunity for you, Pat, to come on in and, and sort of get this thing all cleared up if you need to. 800-779-1942. Let's go. We've got time for one more. Let's go to Hank. Uh, Hank says, I have an old pension that I'm planning to roll over into a traditional IRA to take advantage of potential returns greater than the 3% that it currently receives. Is it possible to convert some of that to a Roth IRA, then take money out if I need it? So, again, he's talking about a Roth conversion here. So, you know, moving that money into a traditional IRA and then possibly moving some of that money into a Roth, you're going to be paying the taxes on that now. But on top of that, you're also going to have a five-year rule on that Roth for when you can pull money out of there um, completely tax-free to you. So, you want to make sure you're keeping that in mind as well. Something we do when we're planning for clients is if we're doing a Roth conversion, we're not converting money that may need to be liquid to them within the next five years, right? So you want to make sure that's like the bucket approach that we were talking about. You're still keeping money on the side that you're saying, okay, this is you know liquid for myself if I do need it, but this strategy is more of a long-term strategy. So you want to keep that into account that you understand, okay, if I go to pull this money out five years within the time frame that I contributed it, I'm not going to receive the full tax-free benefits um, that I would if I have waited longer than those five years. Sure. And then I also just want to point out, you know, whenever you're considering, you know, taking an old pension and instead of taking the actual monthly distributions and just taking the lump sum of that, you want to make sure that either you or a financial professional is actually running the numbers correctly on this as far as 
figuring out what that present value of that pension is to you, right? Because a lot of times there's pensions that offer great benefits when you really run that true present value, which is a financial calculation that you do in order to see that the current value of a long-term pension or something that pays out to you yearly or monthly. Um, and you can find that rate of return in that present value in order to tell yourself, okay, can I actually realistically beat this rate of return with an IRA if I did a lump sum? Does that make more sense for me? Sure. Absolutely. 800-779-1942. That puts a wrap on this week's show. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one more time, Joseph. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Don't miss this chance. It's a no-cost, no-obligation wait for you to get a better handle on your financial situation. Now, to find out what your investments are really costing you, maybe because of high fees or commissions, well, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do get into retirement. It's a phone call away, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. And Joseph, as always, a pleasure to be here. One of my favorite hours of the week, and we certainly accomplished an awful lot today. We surely did, Steve. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.